I'm Carrie. And I'm Stephanie. And this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. So we are here today to finally discuss the June movies, the June premieres on Hallmark. I almost said rev- previews and I was like, that's not the right P word. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So the way this is going to work is Carrie and I are both going to talk about this first movie, The Wedding Season, but then things got a little wonky for the others. <laughs> so we're each going to take one because that's the one we watched. <laughs> yep. At least it worked out that way. <laughs> yeah, it did. You know, it was... Because the movie just disappeared for whatever reason. All right. But first up, we have to get through the wedding season. This had Stephanie Bennett and Casey Diedrich. A journalist, Trish, is on back-to-back bridesmaid duty for her three best friends. Finding herself without a date, she pairs up with photographer Ryan, the brother of her best friend. I could have sworn that was brother's best friend, but brother of her best friend, whatever. So, set. I gave it a three. I gave it a four. I... Actually, what? really would have. I really liked the set, specifically the the gazebo out on the lake and that part of it. And mm-hmm. then I thought the last wedding was really pretty out there with the lights in the tent, but they were kind of behind like a sheer fabric, so you weren't just looking at lights. It was more different. So I marked it up. Could not mark it a five because we have Santorini in this lineup. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely doesn't compare to that. No, it does not. Three is solid. I just thought it was average. Look at you going into the weddings thing. Dial, I also gave it a three. I I actually didn't care for a lot of her stuff. I liked her periwinkle suit in the beginning, and I like her friend's green skirt suit in the beginning. But then they had black bridesmaids dresses, and I know that was like the aesthetic, but it just felt funerally to me. And I was just like, I just don't like Casey's a five, though. <laughs> if, I, if I were to just rate him, Casey's I, a five. I wrote he was he was well styled. I felt like I actually loved all of her outfits for the most part. I mean, I did not like that one black bridesmaid's dress. I just thought it was a weird style. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't really necessarily against the black, but with the feel of the movie being so brightly colored, like I was actually surprised the the blue suit that she was wearing at the beginning, there was then like a pink dress that she wore to the first party. There was like a bright green top, another pink dress, but not as bright as the other pink dress. And then the last dress was kind of like a navy, I think. I am colorblind, so maybe it wasn't. (laughs) But I actually felt like what surprised me about it is that there was very clearly a push for bright colors. But Mm -hmm. unlike normal that I think we see in Hallmark a lot, where they'll pick one color and like repeat it. Yeah. It was like the theme was bright summery colors and there were just a bunch of them. So I really felt like I liked all of her outfits that she was in except for that one bridesmaid's dress. So did you give style a four? I gave it a five. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm starting to see a pattern here. <laughs> it's okay. I think we'll get kind of on the same page, at least ratings wise. Although mine might be different than yours, but uh, for the storyline. <laughs> we well, shall we'll see because it's next. Storyline, I gave it a two. Okay. I mean, I could. I think that that's completely justified. I would be, uh, before I give you my score, I would mm-hmm. like to hear why you gave it a two. Okay. So I did not like this girl at all. Oh. <laughs> did not care for her okay. at all. She just really annoyed me. 
just from the get-go, when she was meeting with the best friend and they were talking about his brother and she's like, oh, I, you know, I don't know him very well. He graduated before us. But then as soon as she sees him, she's combative and she's like, oh, I hope I can handle his giant ego. And just she basically insulted him all throughout the movie, despite saying like she barely knows him and she had no justification for insulting him. And I just did not like her at all. And her whole thing about weddings, I just she was not for me. So didn't like that. I hated the Peterson Patterson between them, the best friends thing. That was really annoying. Then they had the plus size friend Uh as the weird outcast, which is like the stereotypical thing always with the plus size friend. She's the funny weird outcast. And I just hated that too. Like, can we get any more cliche? Wasn't she the bride on that movie with Christopher Russell and Jen Lilly? I don't even know. That maple one where your heart Don't belongs. know. Didn't that movie suck? So. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> when I saw her, I was like, I think that's her because she's perky like she was in that movie. Yeah. So that really bothered me. The only thing I liked about this movie was Casey Diedrich. I loved him. Everything about him. Loved him. And then I liked her friend who called off her wedding, which was just very odd, but okay. Yeah. Okay. So I ended up giving this a three because Mm -hmm. there were parts that I loved and parts that I hated. And they offset each other on the bad score and the good score. You know what I'm saying? That's why I ended up Mm -hmm. at a three. But I do think I I probably could lean more towards a two and a half because I, spoiler, this is definitely a nonsense for me. But. Oh, yeah. um, So I actually, at the very beginning, when. It started and it's going through. I was like, okay, I actually feel like I'm really enjoying this movie, whatever. And then she meets him and it is so awkward her seeing him. And then like the, her getting mad at him about the date and the, like, Mm -hmm. it was just very weird. And I was like, is this what the rest of this movie is going to be like? Cause I don't Mm -hmm. think I'm going to like it. So that was like the very Mm -hmm. first thing that clued me into like. I don't think I'm going to like this. The couple breaking off their relationship, I didn't like this at all. I think it is a story that like needs to be told because many times I actually do feel like people who get divorced get divorced because they should have never gotten married in the first place. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I have friends this way who just never should have got, they knew they shouldn't have gotten married when they got married, but they were kind of denying it and weren't listen, like they were trying to pretend like everything was great. And then a few years later, they're divorced, you know? So yeah. I think this is a common story, but it's not what I come to Hallmark for. <laughs> this is true. And especially since the thing that broke them up was he got a job in London and she didn't want to move to London. Whereas in the other Hallmark movies, when they live happily ever after, the people either make the sacrifice. Well, one of them makes the sacrifice, right? They either yeah. go or they don't go. It's not this breaking up thing. So then for that to be the sticking point for this couple in a Hallmark movie is like, eh. <laughs> Right. And I feel like also, like, if that had been my only sticking point with this movie, I could, probably could have gotten past it. Yeah, I don't really love this part, but whatever. But it wasn't. Okay, my biggest problem with this movie. And I'm curious to know how you feel about this. She made him choose again between her, the the person, like, he broke up with this girl. No, the girl broke up with him because he wouldn't go on the trip, which I thought was a weird storyline anyway, because... If she's breaking up with you because she doesn't want you to go, why didn't you just go? <laughs> yeah. So 
I thought that was weird too that she didn't want to go for, with him on his job to film the Southern Hemisphere Northern Lights, whatever those are called. They had a special name. <laughs> Aurora Australia or something like that. Is that really what they're called? It, it On one of the things that it had the writing on it, that's what it said. Okay. So yeah, so she doesn't go, she breaks up because she doesn't want to go with you, you go. It was weird that he didn't, but you continue. Yes. Okay. So then that that part was really weird to me. I also felt like there was a very big missed opportunity for this, the plot to be like them one year later going mm-hmm. to see it on a honeymoon. Yep. That would have been cute. I mean, that would have been amazing. You get to see them get married. You get to see them, you know, end up on a honeymoon doing the thing that he wants to do and her supporting him. Mm-hmm. She was so... She's Terrible. mad the entire time. <laughs> Wait, is this this movie? <laughs> no, this is the other movie. Hold on. I'm getting them confused because there's like my issues are kind of similar <laughs> between the two hmm. movies that I watched. But I just felt like she, she, why would you make him choose again? You already know that this happened before. And now he's choosing to not go on the thing to be with her. And she, I felt like she wasn't really giving up anything in it. Like there was no. Nope. She's selfish. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't like that. Didn't like that at all. She ain't worth it, Casey. We're here, Casey. (laughs) Just kidding. We support you. (laughs) (laughs) So overall, I just really felt like there were parts that I really enjoyed and there were like moments that I enjoyed, but then it would just be ruined. Like I liked their first kiss out on the paddle boats. Was weird that you're going paddle boating fully clothed at a party, but whatever. I mean, it's not me. I would be afraid I'd fall in, but whatever, if that's your thing. But I thought it was cute and I kind of didn't mind it being like a, it wasn't a public kiss, but people saw it, you know, so that didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, So I don't know. I just felt like she did him wrong by being like, no, I can't. Yeah. And she's a writer. So really she could travel. Yeah. But whatever. We're going to overlook that. And he that. lives in New York. <laughs> It's not like you even had to put up any effort with him, like, living in a different state or anything. I know. I'm telling you, dislike this girl. She's terrible. So Which I, leads me to stars. I was about to say. You. <laughs> I gave it a two. Casey's a five, but everyone else is, like, a zero. Okay. I mean, not really. Like, her friends, I guess, were fine, but it's a two. I gave it a four, actually. I really loved Casey again. Um, and I actually didn't mind this girl. I think, though, she reminded me, the actress reminded me of Emilia Uderup. Oh, <laughs> like but the bad it. knockoff version who's not likable. I think that's the script writing, though, in this. I'm cur- I would be curious to yeah, see her in something different. Yeah, it is the movie. And see if, like, we still have the same kind of, like, does she play other characters similarly, you know? Then maybe, maybe yeah. it is her acting that threw it over the top. But I feel like it was not well written enough. This is not a good first impression for me, though. So <laughs> She was that. pretty, though. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I can't even get behind that. I mean, yeah, she's she's conventionally pretty. Okay, weddings. Uh, this is what the spring, whatever. I marked it for weddings. I gave it a two because they had one call it off. <laughs> I'm like, you can't have a wedding movie and then have one of them call it off. <laughs> okay, that's that's funny. Okay, I can go with you on that. I did feel like this movie kind of felt like a very merry bridesmaid meets wedding every weekend. But those were both way better. Agreed. <laughs> totally agree. 
So it's a nonsense. Yes, it is. Okay. This was, well, I only watched two, but it was my least favorite. Um, so there's that. I'm not sure. <laughs> Ooh, see that? See. This makes me happy that I ended up watching the right one. <laughs> if you're not sure. <laughs> so uh, Carrie watched. Love's it's your turn now. Greek, loves Greek to me. This is... Ilana travels to Santorini with her Greek boyfriend, Mike, for their family wedding. When he surprises her by proposing, she gets caught in the whirlwind of this of his overzealous mom. Starring Tori DeVito, Giannis Simitzelis, and Marina Sirtis. I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, I should be better at that, considering I actually know some Greek words. But I'm not. Okay. So obviously for this one, the set is a five. It was in Santorini. It was beautiful. I loved it. Makes me want to go to Santorini even more than I wanted to before, which was a lot. Greece is like my number one place to want to go. Mm -hmm. You wanted a Greece movie. Another one. Uh huh. And then style, I gave it a three. So there was a unique aspect of like her mother, I guess, makes clothing. So her mom made her a dress for the wedding, which was pretty, but it was white with black polka dots. So that's a weird choice for going to a wedding. Like some of the clothes were pretty. Some of them were meh. I did. There, spoiler alert, guys, there is a flash forward in, at the end where they end up getting married. I did really like the dress that she picked out. Okay, because there's this whole part of the film where the soon-to-be mother-in-law wants her to wear, um, wants her to pick out a pick out a dress and she tells her no my mom's making my dress and she's like oh but your mom can make a dress for another occasion and she's like no my mom's <laughs> making my dress <laughs> and so then the mom goes and buys the dress for her and she tells her my mom is making my dress and so you get to see the dress that her mom made which was very pretty it, I, I liked it a lot I thought it felt like true to the character or whatever and Tori looked great in it so I liked that storyline I'm giving this a two <laughs> Ah, there it is. <laughs> um, so the basics of this is, is like one of the first days that she gets to Santorini, he takes her and proposes to her. He takes her to this place where her father, his father proposed to his mother. And so he takes her. It's very beautiful. Um, it's at the top of the mountain overlooking the ocean. It's very, very pretty. Then the mother-in-law, his mom, wants to start planning things. And she becomes very bossy and excited and whatever. So you know how this is going. Like, mm -hmm. so Sounds familiar. It's a very normal movie that you see. The thing that I had issue with is she is mad that the mother is planning the wedding without concern for what she wants. Meanwhile, she's already making all the decisions for what she wants without consulting the husband. Hmm. So it was like, why are you so mad at someone for doing the same kind of a thing that you're, you're doing? And then she gets offered this, like to, to apply for this position there with her friend. So she's an archeologist, I guess, or something like that, but she teaches her friend lives in Greece and is like on a dig site. So she goes out to see the dig site. And then the friend is like, Oh, I'm going to, I think I'm going to go to teach and is, I guess, trying to convince her into taking that job. Meanwhile, he is looking at property for his mom because they own these these uh, hotels and has found this property that has a winery and stuff that they want to buy to turn into a hotel. And mm -hmm. he would like to move there and help with the business and kind of grow the wine and whatnot and blah, blah, blah. Well, she knows that he's 
mention this to her and she doesn't mention to him about the job offer. And so you obviously know, well, this is obviously, oh, look, it's going to be perfect. But she doesn't even tell him about it. And he at, finally, when he finds out, she sa- he says, well, why didn't you tell me? She's like, well, I was just considering it. And it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're you're engaged to be married. You have to make these decisions together. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't watch this. So <laughs> it it was quite frustrating on that. I think Tori was fine. I did not like the way this was written, though. The guy I liked a lot. I felt like he's pretty open. They end up having this thing, and she's like, "Well, then maybe we shouldn't get married or something," and <laughs> becomes this thing. And now she's not even go. So he they had gone there to go to his sister's wedding. And there was this other aspect that I didn't love. So there's the other aspect of the daughter, his sister is getting married and the mom is being the overbearing mom. And it was kind of like, oh, now she's going to stand up for herself and she's just kind of putting her foot down and da da da. And I was just like, whereas I can be like, okay, I understand this to to some degree, but I also kind of feel like this is like American Americans going and putting their business into other people's culture. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, just let them have their own culture. If the daughter comes up with it on her own, then the daughter comes up with it on her own. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, it it was very much like a force. Like I felt like she was trying to talk the sister into like, oh, you need to stand up for yourself and whatever. And, and I do agree to some point, but at the same time, I'm like, let her work it out. (laughs) Let her work it out. So I didn't necessarily love that part either. It was like, there was like all this talk about like cultures and traditions. And I really liked the sister's wedding because you get to see the Greek traditions, which I was in a Greek wedding. My friend Athena, by the way, they named, they, they called the mom Athena. (laughs) The whole, ah. the whole time. But no Greek people ever said her name. Uh, Tori and the huh. mom were the only people who ever said her name. Um, everybody else, like, they called her mama or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So they were not referencing mm-hmm. her name. So I don't know if any of the Greek people said it differently <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> but um, so I was in a Greek wedding. So it was kind of cool to see, like, they have these little circles, crown things that are tied together with the ribbon to me- mean that you're, like, tied together for life so it's kind of cool to see those traditions and stuff like that which I actually thought was interesting because I know yours was about Indian weddings the one you watch so mm-hmm. I'm sure that there was some kind some of that also in that one so I really liked that you got to see a different aspect of a different movie uh, I mean a different culture brought in 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 that way mm-hmm. yeah And then I will say there were a couple of funny moments, but the funniest one that I thought happened, uh, Tori DeVito's character is talking to the mom and she's like, I'm leaving because I've caused enough drama. (laughs) She says, the mom says, causing drama is not a reason to leave Greece. It's a reason you belong here. (laughs) And I just thought that was funny. So um, I really liked the threads of like the Greek culture that you got to learn about and like the different traditions and stuff like that. But it was not enough to save the the one. If her character had not been so ridiculous, I think I could have gotten past it um, because usually I'm like not on. The, I usually I am on the side of like that mother is being too much. Hmm. And while the mother arguably was too much, Tori was also ridiculous. So then that made me. <laughs> kind of side with the mom on some things (laughs) (laughs) oh man um so yeah so 
for stars, I gave it a three. I mean, it was fine. I do have to say some of the acting I felt like was not fabulous, but I also wonder if that's because they were Greek people trying to speak English. So Mm. if they had been speaking in Greek, if it was a a Greek performance, perhaps they would have been, they felt kind of stiff or like the words weren't, didn't feel natural sometimes. So I feel like maybe that that was like the the language barrier kind of a thing coming across, making it harder, like more, more practiced. And here's like hard on this is how it needs to be versus like just kind of acting. (laughs) Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. (laughs) So I will give it for weddings. I'm going to give it a four. Because we did get a flash forward and a second wedding. So while the other one was supposed to have three weddings and only had two, this one was supposed to have one wedding and had a two. And it well, was there you Greek. Go. <laughs> you got to see the Greek traditions. So, but it's a nonsense. Well, saw that coming. <laughs> I mean, I'm you didn't. Glad I you didn't think it. I loved it from my from my comments on the story. <laughs> I know. All right. So then that leaves the last one, which sounds like it was the best one. Make Me a Match, starring Rushi Koda and Eva Bourne. Vivi enlists the help of an Indian matchmaker, Raina, to change her fate in love. However, Raina's son, Boom, just might be the change Vivi needed all along. Okay, so basically, that that does not tell. I mean, okay, it tells. Whatever. Setting. I gave it a three. Wasn't super exciting. We had the houses, the outdoors, whatever. Style. I'm giving it a four because of the saris like she yeah the indian wedding dresses were beautiful and vivi was she was dressed cute like i liked her stuff it was fine okay so then storyline this is the important part i gave it a four for storyline so it starts out with so she actually works at a dating app place and she finds out that her boyfriend is cheating on her when she sees his text messages i was like oh dang but then she takes two months of pto to recover what (laughs) she so she gets she breaks up with him she has her little powwow with her friend like i just i need to take some time off i'm gonna take all my pto to like recharge and recover and then there says two months later (laughs) she did two months pto I, uh, when that happened, I would I didn't have high hopes for this movie. Honestly, when that happened, I mean, because that's not real at all, at all. This is like people who have to take like a cup a week off because their dog died. Like, and I love this is coming from someone who like loves loves my dogs. Okay, yeah, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and I can understand one day. Okay, I can understand taking off one day because your dog died, but like an yeah. entire week, you cannot. Like, you can't let your life stop. You have to keep going. But I guess it worked out for her. So I know I, that was just like the wildest thing. There was actually a lot of time jumps in this movie. I mean, it was like, you know, a week here, a month there kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But that was interesting. Now, when okay, they so did anyway, the time so jumps, back, was it like a month or something? Or was it like two weeks later? It was like two weeks later or... Okay. Like that kind of thing. It wasn't a lot of time that went by. Well, it's just, I find it interesting oh. the way that they denote the time jump sometimes, because I actually feel like sometimes they make them more confusing. So that's why I was wondering, was it like, oh, we're in 
July 17th and now it's August 1st, you know, or was it like, yeah, like two weeks later or something like that was kind of what I was. Yeah. And it was helpful that they put it at the bottom because sometimes they don't even like put it down in writing. It's just this random thing thrown yeah. out. Or you're like, it's the what, three months so, later? <laughs> or they make it writing so small or so short on the screen that you, if you're not paying attention necessarily, like if you're not looking at the screen at that moment, you've missed it. And then you, and then I rewind. I'm like, what, did, what did I miss? And I rewind. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's what yeah. I missed. A little thing. Yeah. Okay. So she gets back to work at the dating app and she's wondering why didn't the dating app work? Because it matched me with this guy who was supposed to be my forever love. Mm-hmm. She finds out that they are only 20% successful. And that's when things happen and she finds the Indian matchmaker who's like 90% successful. And so she wants to incorporate the Indian matchmaking process into the app, which is the whole premise. I thought it was interesting, like when she was talking to Raina, who's the Indian matchmaker mom, she was like, we have all this data. We do this, this, and that. And Raina's like, well, I have bio data. And it's basically, you know, the asking the questions of yourself and all that jazz and like being in your presence and stuff. I, It was very interesting to see the matchmaking process because like she interviews Vivi and then she interviews or she sees Vivi with her parents, Right. And then you see the potential guys with their parents and your parents to see how things would go together. And like she's asking questions about kids and stuff like that. And Vivi's like, kids, like, why are we already talking about this? And kind of like how you mentioned how people get married when they shouldn't, like if they knew beforehand. Right. And Raina's like, well, you should be talking about these things now before we get any further. And I thought I liked one of her questions because she was like, you need to figure out what type you are of like, how much time do you like going out together versus how much alone time do you need? And I'm like, dang, that's so true, you know, because some of us mm-hmm. like alone time and you don't want to be around somebody 100% of the time. Yeah. So seeing this whole matchmaking process was very interesting. At first, I thought I was going to be annoyed with Vivi because she didn't want to do it. And I was like, why aren't you excited that you're going to be matched with your potential love interest? And it's through work, so you're getting paid for it? Like, yeah. uh, you've had two months off to get over your cheating boyfriend. Let's get excited here. It wasn't worth you spending two months to get over him. Yeah, Because he was for cheating real. on you. <laughs> but she was pretty open from the after that initial, like, eh. She was pretty open with everything and learning. There was a no hanky-panky rule, which just made me laugh. That's so funny. Like, you know, I feel like it's a good rule, though. Very I'm hallmark. Not, I'm not going to lie, though. Like, I feel like it, it, it going along with my statement of people would not, like, people sh- get married when they shouldn't get married. People wouldn't mm-hmm. stay with people as long if they weren't getting it on with them, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true, too. <laughs> and I also thought it was interesting, like, on these dates that she went on, like, Raina sent people to observe the dates because, you know, when you're on it, you're kind of blinded by things. But an outside observer who knows you and is just watching can see, like, how you're actually reacting to somebody and how you guys are getting together kind of thing. And I thought that was interesting. I think that that's smart also because a lot of the time we 
say how we in our brain talk about how great we are and how not great the other person was. So like you're mm-hmm. like so if I have to self-report, I'm going to self-report myself better and the other pers- person worse probably the majority right. of the time. And if somebody else is a third party, they could be like, "Um, that's not how that went down." <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So that's all happening and then so the story part is she eventually gets matched with this guy named Tristan, who's a really great guy. He is really trying, very sweet, but obviously she has fallen for Boom, who is Raina's son. But Boom has this whole thing because his dad died years ago where he's not ready for love. You know, the usual yep. spiel. And she actually makes a move to kiss him when they're on a pseudo date at another Indian wedding and he rejects her. And oh. so she's like, well, I can't be with you. Then she's going to try and make it work with the whole matchmaking Tristan guy, which is like, uh, no, that's not going to work. So that's happening. Everything's going good. And throughout all of this, her parents are actually, they always like nitpick at each other and fight. So she gets them into marriage counseling, which seemed to be helping until it helped them actually talk to each other. And they realized that they are getting a divorce now because that's, that's like the other couple that broke off the yeah, wedding because they didn't really get to know each other when they were younger it was more like this physical fun thing and then they got married and like now you know now that they're talking because of counseling they realize they're not for each other and so they're getting a divorce i i did not see that coming i don't know how i feel about it in a hallmark i mean I guess they're trying to be like real life. And the the point they were trying to make was after she finds out her parents are getting divorced, she completely forgets all the matchmaking like stuff she's learned about being open and all this stuff. And so she reverts back to her whole strict data optimized love. And she even tries changing poor little Tristan like she picks out his clothing to match hers. And he's really trying to go along with it. It was ridiculous. I could not believe my eyes. But then in the end, you know, she gets back with Boom. And we do have a wedding. And she's in a beautiful red wedding dress. I was actually almost teary with the music in the background and the way he was looking at her when she was walking down the aisle. I was like, oh, my gosh. This is so cute. So this was the best movie. Okay. Storyline four. Well. Star. Um, I well, I have one thing. Um, I actually really want to see this because I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but I actually kind of love arranged marriages. <laughs> like, I don't think you I. You kind of love arranged marriages. <laughs> yeah, because I, my old boss is Indian. And so her, her husband was picked by her family, right? And his family. Oh, okay. Obviously, mm-hmm. they were picked for each other. And she's so funny. She'd be like, next time I get married, I'm marrying for money. And I'm like, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Because the man buys her Prada bags. They they have money. She's not. Yeah. The money's not a problem here. But it's just like a joke that she makes about like whatever. But I actually like have seen from people that I know that have been through these kind of like arranged marriages stuff, specifically Indian culture and stuff, I actually see that it works out really well a lot of the time because it's like we've gone from like Victorian times where you courted people and then you got family approval to like so Mm -hmm. far against that, that it's like I can make up the decision on my own. 
But in the end, like I've already said twice, a lot of the times these marriages aren't working out because they knew they shouldn't have married them. And if they had had input from their family who love them and want the best for them, maybe they would have made a better decision. Yeah. I think if you have the right kind of family yeah, in that relationship, then it is a good beneficial thing that I definitely could see being a positive. Like, you know, it could be arranged, but you don't have to like legit, you know, if you don't marry them, you're shunned or something. Like we're not in those days, but well, and that's not I do think there's something how, to be said. I don't think that's usually how Indian culture is anyway. I think that they arrange well, no, the marriage. I'm not saying that they are now either. Yeah, but, and they know. have the choice to to like the the kids have it say if it's like a no no then they have a way to get out of it. I do think that there's like a happy medium though, kind of like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if I guess though, in general, if families more were more stable in general, there's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of family trauma going on with people, you know? And so if there was like if families were more stable and actually people weren't, you know, so focused on themselves and didn't were like not as concerned, like I feel like a not when you have better community, because yeah. even if you're just a nuclear family, which is with a good relationship, if you don't know the community around you, how could you ever suggest? Someone? Yeah, true. So I feel like you could. There's a there's a a middle ground where go you you don't necessarily have to have an arranged marriage, and you don't have to have a marriage where I'm the person getting married is the only person who really they don't care what other people think. There's a happy medium mm-hmm. in the middle where your family really gets to like have a say in it. And, you know, you listen to your family because maybe they see something that you don't see because you are sleeping with the person <laughs> and <Yeah>. you're overlooking <laughs> their bad parts. <laughs> oh, oh man. Anyway. Well, it was funny. She, she kisses Tristan or Tristan kisses her and she gets a text immediately after saying no hanky panky. <laughs> there were eyes. There were eyes watching. Being watched. Um, Yes. Okay. So stars, I gave it a four because I liked everybody in it. The guy who played Boom is cute. He's like that boy next door look, which is a little Uh too sweet for me, but (laughs) he's cute. (laughs) And then for... I looked these guys up. I looked these people up because I was like, I saw the commercial in one of the movies that I was watching and I thought, where do I know her from? She played Car... Is it Carla? I don't know. She's in One Calls the Heart. And I was like, oh, that's who you are. That's why I recognize your face. Because at first I kind of thought she looked like she could be the sister of the girl um, from 12 12 Dates of Christmas with Tyler Hines. What's that girl's name? Oh, um, I don't know who you're, Morgan or Morgana, Megan. From, from Mallory Jensen. Mallory. Is it Mallory, Mallory Jensen? Mallory Jensen. Yes, that's it. Yes. <laughs> so when I first saw her, I was like, man, she looks like she could be related to that girl. Is that why I why I think I know her? And then I saw that she was on When Calls Art. And I was like, oh. So I do think it's good because she's like a side character in that. Like, I mean, I haven't watched several seasons. So maybe she has a bigger role than than what she used to have. I feel like. She gives me Rhiannon Fish vibes. I could see that too. She has the energy. Yeah. Kind of the look. I think I I think she could be a good one to like tap into the younger the younger, <laughs> younger demographic. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. And then weddings. I'm going to give it a 5 just because I really like the Indian weddings. All right. And it was a love. Wonderful. One love. One love. And I didn't one watch love. it. Love. You too song. <laughs> suck Any- suck Carrie. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. 
So our next episode is going to be another review episode. We're going to be reviewing the two Christmas and July movies. Which I did record, I, I think. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Siri's talking to me. I also did record them. <laughs> we were talking about it last week, and I was like, they changed the name to the second one. It's not what they said it was. Oh, um, uh, yeah, that's when I did it. Yep. And so we will be talking about those. And also, if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, we are on Instagram. This is our on month, even though I have not been great at doing things. <laughs> it's yeah. been a it's been an off on month. <laughs> It's just been a weird time. It has been. I don't know what's my problem, but anyway, we are hopefully going to get get back on get back on it. And we are over there. Follow us, Love and Nonsense Podcast, every like on, there and on Facebook if you want to. Even though we're on Facebook even less than we're on Instagram, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> Come find us if that's your if that's your platform. And um, if you haven't, you should subscribe to the podcast because we are doing this one month on, one month off kind of thing. You can get notified when we release new episodes, so you won't have to wonder when we're going to when when an episode, if a new one's come out or not, and go look for it. It will just tell you. And yes. leave us a rating, five stars. I'm not going to be like <laughs> Stephanie and say, if you want to. Those are the ones we want, guys. Okay? We will accept four stars. Next thing you know, someone's going to make a TikTok about us demanding five stars, <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> I mean, you got to tell the people what you want. Anyway. I it- want five. It helps other people find us. So if you enjoy our podcast, we would love to have a review from you. And yeah, that's it. Bye. Bye.